0: Welcome, everyone, to the Liverpool episode of the Kings of Europe. Yeah, that's right. We're focusing on Liverpool FC this week. We're going to talk a little bit about their Champions League draw, what they've done so far in the Premier League after four match days, what uh, the impressions are of their season as a a whole so far, uh, what they have to look forward to as the schedule is going to get significantly more difficult in the weeks to come obviously starting September 18th with a Champions League group stage match against PSG. Uh, a little bit about Jurgen Klopp's predecessor, uh, excuse me, his successor at Borussia Dortmund, Thomas Tuchel. He is uh, also one of his successors at Mainz. So their careers, uh, this is a very interesting matchup with PSG. Thomas Tuchel, Jurgen Klopp, they... Are not the same type of manager. Uh, one is uh, very much more businesslike, Thomas Tuchel, uh, very high intensity. Um, it kind of alienated his players a little bit at Borussia Dortmund. Not the players manager that Jurgen Klopp is. So Jurgen Klopp is obviously beloved by his players. Uh, every stop he's made along the managerial uh, tree up to the top here at Liverpool. He has had the love, admiration, and respect of his players. Uh, Thomas Tuchel, obviously, I think, is to be respected as a manager, but a very different style of management. So, But their careers, uh, uh, basically, Thomas Tuchel has followed Jurgen Klopp everywhere he has been. Mainz, Dortmund, and, of course, that changed when he went to PSG. There will be no Liverpool follow-up at this time. But it will be... Uh, A little bit of drama added on to those fixtures. We'll talk a little bit about squad depth. And we'll talk a little bit about what Liverpool may or may not do in the uh, coming months as far as uh, winter targets. Because obviously one of the biggest transfers and obviously the most important transfer of last season was made in the winter, that being Virgil van Dyke, who transformed Liverpool from a... I won't say pretender, but they definitely weren't a contender. He transformed that team into a Champions League title contender, uh, helping Dejan Lovren, helping uh, the back line solidify, and he just made the team as a whole better. Uh, he's he's a player's player. He is you know, a difference maker. Let's put it like that. So we'll we'll talk a little bit about that, and when I say we, I mean, I'm going to be joined by my old friend from the For All podcast, Fields of Anfield Road, our good friend, Joe, live from Singapore. That's right, 12 hours time difference, not going to stop us from making this show. No, sir. So Joe's going to join us, it's going to be great to have him on the opposite side of things for once, Uh, I'll be asking the questions, he's going to be giving the answers, so this is going to be dedicated to Liverpool Football Club and uh, everything that we can expect from them. Like I said, in the coming weeks and uh, for you know, we'll try and look ahead as far as uh, the rest of the first half of the season, so up until you know December, and what we can what we, we can expect from the uh, six group stage matches here in the Champions League. Red Star Belgrade. Uh, got to love that they're uh, back in the uh, tournament for the first time, I believe, since 1992, so about a, a little bit over a quarter of a century. They won the whole thing in 91 uh, before it was officially the UEFA Champions League. So a lot of history there, and already got some drama there as, as they've warned Jordan Shakiri not to come to Belgrade. Don't come to Serbia. Uh, you know, obviously very outspoken young man being from... Uh, Having the Kosovo connection, so obviously a lot of bad blood there between Kosovo and Serbia. Uh, He's been warned don't don't come to Serbia when Liverpool play their away fixture. So, just a few moments, we'll be joined by Joe. And uh, at this time, though, real quick, I would like to remind everyone, as per usual, uh, to check out our partners, uh, the GoldmouthScramble.net, George Bennett and Company. Uh, always uh, writing uh, great articles about the Premier League and all the leagues uh, in Europe, but uh, primary focus right now, obviously, on the EPL. Uh, they do a great job there, and um, we've partnered up with them this season. I, again, just uh, would encourage everyone to check them out. That's uh, the goalmouthscramble.net and uh, you can follow them on Twitter, at GBArticles is the handle. So without further ado... Let's jump right into this thing. We're going to be talking about the Reds from Anfield Road, and we are about to be joined by our good friend, Joe. All right, and now we're joined by our good friend, Joe. Joe, how's it going? Hey, I'm doing good, man. How's things? Uh, Things are great. How does it feel to be on the other side of this for once?
1: It always feels good to be on the other side uh, because I, I don't, firstly, I don't get to do it often and because I, I, I usually have a lot of things to say and it's, it's all bullshit usually, but um, <laughs> at least it gives
0: me an outlet to vent. Yeah, exactly. So th- we're, we're dedicating this, uh, la- last week was obviously the Champions League draw show and being that uh, we covered La Liga two weeks ago, th- we're going to now start with the finalists from the other side the unfortunately the the losers from the from the final which would be liverpool football club so this is going to be an episode dedicated 100% to them as far as champions league draw we're going to take a look at the uh, three teams that they're playing in the group as well as what our impressions are of their first very very nice uh, EPL Premier League games that they have won all four of 12 out of 12 points as i said on the For All podcast a couple of weeks ago that they would do. Uh, However, we have to look forward to the future, and that would be that the schedule is going to get a lot tougher starting this month. Yep. So, what we'll take a look at first is, um, let's talk about what has happened and what we do know. We have some, uh, Mm -hmm. some pretty good results, obviously, wins over... West Ham United, which we now have found out that that's not that impressive as they are winless so far. They have zero points Mm -hmm. from four matches. Uh, We have a win uh, over Leicester City, which was uh, a little bit closer than I think we wanted, thanks to uh, one goalkeeper error by the great Alisson Becker. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, the rest is uh, Brighton and, uh, you know uh forget i now i'm drawing a blank who we played in the uh second match but um uh
1: palace yeah
0: crystal Crystal palace right that was the monday monday game two nil away so what are your impressions so far joe uh one goal conceded after four match days not against the Mm -hmm. best of best competition but uh you have to say these are four matches that in the past two or three seasons it would be conceivable to say Liverpool would have drawn two of those, especially on the road at Selhurst Park. Are you, are you, are you satisfied with the results so far as they've come in? Um,
1: okay, firstly, uh, let me just um, say that I'm, I'm uh, uh, making this podcast uh, in a shared working space. So you may hear a lot of ambient noise coming from the background <laughs> here. But um, so far, people are still streaming in, so I'm still, I- I'll probably get away with it. Uh, by the time we wrap up here, but answering your question, um, yeah, uh, it's a great start. Uh, we're top of the league. Um, you know, uh, uh, four wins out of four. Um, I don't know the, the 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 history right now, but it's the first time since God knows when um, uh, that we've done that. Win four four games uh, from the, since the start of the season till today. So it's a great start, at least in terms of the results and points on the board. Um, but uh, perhaps um, you could say not necessarily the greatest of starts with regards to performances. Um, I I think the the West Ham game four uh, 0 uh, looked impressive because of the fluidity um, and, and and the way that you know Liverpool just picked up everything um, you know f- from the close of last season to the new players that have come in uh, and really. Put four past uh, the Hammers. You rightly said, you know, may not be so impressive uh, on reflection, seeing how crap West Ham are and some of the problems that they are going through. Um, but just analysing it from a perspective of our performance, I think there was a great, it was a great start. It was a great bow at Anfield as well, so that was great. Uh, and that, then the Palace, Palace game, also a, a nice result. Uh, and then things started getting a little bit hot and heavy with with uh, grinding out. Uh, that 1-0 that goal, uh, one nil victory against uh, Brighton. Uh, and then um, Leicester City uh, made a game uh, um, uh, at the King Power. Uh, and then, of course, we only considered because um, uh, you could say it's a goalkeeper error, a combination of a defensive error and a goalkeeping, goalkeeping error. So I think um, we've done pretty well for ourselves um, uh, putting those points on the board without necessarily... Uh, going into another gear, because you definitely know, uh, at least seeing from the first game, the West Ham game, that um, w- we've got a couple of gears uh, left to upshift to. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what this, this team is capable of doing, um, and with the personnel uh, uh, that we have, we know what the potential is. Um, and 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 now um, we're we're coming into a period where it's really going to test. The resolve and really going to test the metal of the players and the depth, the squad depth. Um, we haven't seen a couple of players. We haven't seen Shakiri come in uh, a lot. Um, we haven't seen Sturridge uh, come in a lot, although he did score uh, a goal in that West Ham game, I guess, uh, in, that, in the fourth goal in that game. Yes. Uh, um, uh, Kaita uh, was rested uh, against um, Leicester. Uh, but when we have seen him, he's played quite okay. Fabinho um, has not really been playing at all. But now he's with Brazil. Uh, and Klopp has also said that he's ready now. So it seems to me that the issue with Fabinho uh, has got to do with with uh, game match fitness. So that seems to be resolving as well. Um, so we're going to see all these guys. We're going to see all these guys come into stream now in the next uh, six, seven, eight games. Okay. Um, and it's going to be exciting. So I think um, I, I'm looking at it quite positively. Um, you know, it's a it's a it's a, it's a, it's a moment where the guys are going to have to grease their wheels quite quickly, uh, and then coming to to towards the end of the year. So usually in the Premier League, as you know, uh, the crux is always in that Christmas New Year period. You know, mm-hmm. that's where things get real hot and heavy and tough. Um, so we are going to get our our wheels really well greased by the time we hit that period and coming into the throes of the champions league as well. So I think it's, I think it's quite um, good, quite, quite
0: positive. Okay. So we're talking about getting hot and heavy, uh, where I think things get hot and heavy are the next seven fixtures. Uh, this, and this gets yep. really brutal. So I'm going to talk, I'm going to list them off and and then we can go through them very quickly. Um, we have, Away to Spurs after this international break on September fifteenth. That is a Saturday. uh, That is a Saturday game. Then we have uh, PSG in our Champions League opener. That will be at Anfield. Then we are away to Southampton. Excuse me. We're at home against Southampton in the Premier League. Then it's back-to-back matches against Chelsea, one at uh, Stamford Bridge, one at Anfield. The Stamford Bridge will be in the league. The uh, Anfield matchup will be in the uh, Carabao Cup. Then mm-hmm. it is Napoli in uh, match day two of the Champions League, and that ends the seven-match seven grueling uh, stretch ends with a match against uh, none other than the defending Premier League champions, Manchester City. Uh, that match Indeed. will also take place at Anfield, where City has won, has they won like one time since the World War since World War Two. So, uh, that w- I mean this this is to me this is this is where Liverpool a we will find out who the hell they really are. Number two, yeah. we'll find out just how good this squad depth is as it compares to uh, any other team Klopp has had so far. And three, mm-hmm. we'll find out if. They are contenders on the two biggest stages, uh, in, 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 as as it pertains to um, global football, that being the Premier League title and the Champions League, because yep. if you can beat Spurs and Chelsea and Man City, I, I think that you're you're the favorite to win everything. Uh, I, I don't foresee nine points out of nine points in those three matches. I, I just simply I, I, I can't see that. In addition, though, if you play, if you if you beat Napoli and PSG, or if you get four points out of six from those two, you already mm-hmm. pretty much have assured yourself of a group of a round of sixteen because that's that's yep. two that's two that's four points and and I would say that eleven or twelve uh, will get it done. So you're a third of the way there, if not almost halfway there. So. Let's yep. break this down. Uh the next uh Spurs. They were a team that kind of uh was an Achilles Achilles heel for Liverpool last season. Obviously, uh the the away fixture we got destroyed. That was um the Dejan mm-hmm. Lovren uh mistake. I would call it his mistake match where he was subbed off in like the 30th minute. And many mm-hmm. many said he would never play another minute for Liverpool. Uh obviously that mm-hmm. was uh uh incorrect, but um Hasn't seen the pitch so far this season. Let me say that uh, he's been kind of, uh, uh, you know, um, missing in action (MIA). And uh, this one, this one is big. This is the first big test in the league. How do we yep. see this one playing out? You know, obviously Harry Kane loves to 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 uh, stick it to Liverpool. He loves beating us. He loves to score against us. Uh, this spurs this spurs team also did not get the kindest of draws in the Champions League they they were drawn against Barcelona and Inter Milan among others yep. Yep. so i feel like tottenham has to kind of decide right now are we going to go after the Champions League or are we going to go after the, the the Premier League and i and and i mean that as in top 4 not winning the league i don't believe tottenham has the uh, the 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 depth or the width to uh, in the squad to win the league, but of course they they have been in the top four now for quite some time. But this is the Champions League group that if you don't take it seriously, they could be exiting very quickly. So they have to decide. In my opinion, you know, Pochettino has to say it's either one or the other; it can't be both. So, yep. what do we see Liverpool in this matchup?
1: Okay, so this is interesting, right? So the next two games: first Spurs against Spurs away. Okay, and then it's against PSG at Anfield. Now it's interesting because, um, st- as you said, uh, it's the first real test in the in the league, in the Premier League, right? So um, Spurs have nine points, uh, and but they lost their last game against Watford. So yay, Watford, great result by the <laughs> right. Spurs, okay, two one, right? And so then it shows that there is, there's there's obviously a chink. In Spurs uh, in the arm of Spurs now uh, so, so if you contrast these two results over the weekend right uh, Watford against Spurs and Spurs lost uh, 2-1 and then we were on the flip side of the same scoreline against Leicester but we won despite not playing well right so there's a distinction uh, uh, right there okay um, despite not playing well we ground out a win, Spurs did it, and they fell away, and they have uh, about three points less than us in the, in the table. However, mm-hmm. to discount them based on that result would be foolhardy. But it's, it's a great test because they would be obviously uh, one of the candidates that would, uh, would be con- uh, considered as a top four finisher. Okay? So that's the first thing. The second thing is PSG, obviously the champions of the French League, um, would ordinarily be considered uh, as a contender uh, for the Champions League, well, maybe not to win it outright. Uh, or you could say, you know, ordinarily that they should, given that the talent that they have at their disposal, but somehow they just don't seem to have the the pedigree there. But okay, maybe Tuchel will be able to work a miracle this time around, and we'll talk a little bit about Tuchel. You know a little bit about him as I, well. I do. Um, yeah, so we'll we'll talk a little bit about that. So it's it's, it's quite interesting these two these two games. Now coming to Spurs. Um, so i'm just looking uh, at the last five okay the last um five games that we've played um we've only lost that one that one game uh in 2017 uh where we, we we were at the wrong end of a of a 4-1 four, result at uh, at wild heart lane okay um we've won uh, two of them Okay, in the last five, okay? Very narrow margin, 2-0, 2-1 kind of margin. Uh, and then we've drawn uh, two of them, okay? And the last game that we played uh, was
0: a draw, correct? Uh, that's right. It was two. Harry Kane. That was a very controversial game, by the way. Very controversial. Okay. Exactly. That's where Harry, uh, K- I... Harry Kane looked in the uh, in, right to the cameraman as he was walking off the pitch and said something like, don't give me a second chance, assholes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he it was... was yeah, yeah there was yeah. also
1: a game that Salah, Salah scored two goals as well. So, yeah. um, I think it's going to be an interesting one. Um, I don't think we will lose this game. I don't think we will lose this game. What? What? Okay, what are my concerns? Um, I only really have one concern, really. Uh, and that is uh, the first game after after international break. That is the only concern. So, um, last season, we didn't do too well. And playing the first game on a weekend. So being the first game, the early kickoff games. okay, that's when we didn't do well, okay? Uh, and it's usually a kind of a wonky result that, it, that, that comes up uh, because of that. Uh, and then the other one is when uh, coming back from an international break, you know? Uh, because we, we, we do know that uh, uh, Jürgen likes to prepare his teams. You know, he likes to prepare the teams uh, tactically Okay, uh, give them a lot of information about the, uh, the the opposition that they're facing. So he 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 may not have that this time around for 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 Spurs. But I guess they would have worked some of it already uh, because they had a little bit of a downtime uh, in the game so far. There's been some gaps. So I think some information might have already been passed through that, uh, and then having been obs- observing Spurs through their through the last game, with the result against Watford. So. Maybe that could get it, but so that really is my own concern, uh, only concern, uh, because I think that we can uh, get a result uh, against against them uh, in this in this in this game. Uh, minimum minimum result is probably a draw, minimum. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be bullish and say that it's gonna be a narrow win. Okay, so, so na-
0: narrow win on the road at Spurs. Yeah, but. but I would say yeah. On a
1: on a likelihood basis, I think it it, it looks it, it looks like a draw written all over.
0: It, it looks. It, like it a does. Draw. It does. Yeah, I would say I would say so. Uh, that that's because you know you would you would favor Liverpool to win an Enfield, but you would say if you're playing a team of uh, slightly less quality but definitely uh, top four Premier League side on the road, you would say Liverpool probably one one or two two in that matchup.
1: Yeah, so my, my the, 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 the hint of bullishness that I have is is coming off that Watford win, uh, disciplined performance, and they held on. So uh, uh, really help uh, if we can hold on against uh, Spurs, given the fact that you know we seem to have a settled defensive partnership now right now.
0: Yes, uh, with
1: with with the star of the moment, Joe Gomez, uh, and and of course VVD, who by the way um, hasn't looked. That's solid. You know, you know he's he, he's actually made two errors, um, uh, two passes that have co- shown uh, that have caused Allison to demonstrate his footballing skills yes as a yes. Uh, And and they both have, have come as a result of a dodgy back pass from BVD. BB- um, but let, let's um, looking at, at it on on a whole. I think you know he's he's done quite okay. Um, and then of course um, uh, Trent and 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 and, and Robbo. So I think the defensive. The, the our defensive um uh, aspect has been quite okay so uh, i'm just hoping that we could nick one um and 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 be able to hold on just like that watford result
0: yeah and and that's mvbd uh, in the intro i said that bbd was is the most important purchase of the uh, jürgen klopp era because when jürgen klopp got there and in the time he's been there there have been many things that could be fixed, but they were not broken. The attack was not broken. The midfield was not broken, but the back line was in utter chaos. And that's why VVD, the purchase of Virgil van Dyke, has been, to this point, the most important purchase because that was a broken area of the pitch for Liverpool, and that has been solidified with the purchase of what I consider the most important center back in the Premier League right now because he's basically got the whole world Every red supporter uh, on his shoulders, uh, uh, carrying the, the, this, you know, and by, by no means as a unit are they the best unit in the Premier League. I still think that that City has bigger names. I think United has bigger names. Uh, I think Chelsea has bigger names. But but as a, as a as a one person, um, it, it just if you look at it from from a microscopic level, one person who uh, makes all the difference in the world to that back line. If you take him off of that back four. Liverpool is in utter, utter shreds. They're, they're, they are, yeah. they, they, they're, they're in total chaos. So um, looking on real quick to PSG. So uh, your Sorry, I just I, wanted to... Just, uh, just last point I wanted to add
1: yeah. uh, was that I think psychologically the, the team would be up for it because of the last two results. Um, firstly, you know, trying to make up for that, that 4-1 score. Uh, and then this, you know, this last gasp, um, uh, Kane, Pennell... Uh, in the 95th minute, was it, in the 2-2 draw. So we haven't really had a chance to make it right um, and not being having uh, been able to hold on. Um, so I think the boys will be... Will, the, the, those two results, I think, will, will still be fresh in their minds. Most of the players that we have right now, I think, played in that game, I, uh, I believe, these two games. So I think they will be up for it.
0: Yeah, good point good point on that. Um, um moving on to PSG real quick. Uh they they have also had a very easy uh, opening uh schedule if you will in the league uh, as uh, pertains to uh front loading, I guess if you will. They haven't been tested yet. They've played Cannes, they've played Gincamp, they've played Angers and they've played Nimes. And in those matches, they have uh they've they've scored three or more goals in all four matches. However, they have also uh, conceded four goals. So, you know, they, they, uh, they are susceptible to the counterattack. They're susceptible to be scored on. And part of the reason you were, get, you were alluding to a few minutes ago, this team has been, has been bought and paid for with oil money to win the Champions League. This is not a unit that, 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 that cares yeah. about winning the league. They hired Thomas Tuchel to replace uh, our good friend from Arsenal, uh, Mr. Unai Emery. Uh, sp- specifically to win these tournaments. Now, uh, this is what you get in the Champions League when you hire a bunch of mercenaries. Uh, I hate to call PSG yeah. that, but that's what they are. They're a bunch of hired yeah. guns, uh, and, a, and an organized an organized army. Uh, nine out of ten times will always beat a militia or or a, 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 gr- a bunch of guerrilla fighters. Because Neymar, at the end of the day, doesn't give a shit about his teammates. He he wants he wants the FIFA cover. He wants to be on the FIFA cover. That's what that's he wants. Uh, the Ballon d'Or. He wants this. He's he's very much his. He's, he's ego driven. He's he's not like Messi in the aspect of you know he would rather have club success and win trophies over winning individual accolades. Neymar is is the the 21st century YouTube footballer who <laughs> is out to get the FIFA cover. Uh, he doesn't even yeah. he doesn't want. Don't give him don't give him P- pro evolution soccer. Pit Pez. He wants FIFA. <laughs> make make no mistake about it. He wants that EA Sports money. This is, uh, this is a team, though, that is talented enough, by the way, with uh, obviously Cavani, Angel Di Maria, and Mbappe yep. up front that can't hurt you. And yep. Liverpool's back four, and especially Alisson, will be tested in this matchup. This is a crucial, crucial game because it's the opener of the Champions League. This sets the tone for the entire tournament. You get three points here. Uh, a, a draw would not be the end of the world, but just understand that... Uh, this match takes place at Anfield, so it is. Uh, this is one yep. that I believe Liverpool expects to get three points from. Uh, so, uh, so you missed out. A, you missed out a key name in there, Kylian Mbappe. No, I said him. I said him. I said oh, him. You, oh, yeah, okay, I yeah, him. yeah. I said him. Mbappe, Mbappe. I, yeah, I mentioned him at the last, at the very last. But I mean, we can talk about Mounier, uh We can talk about Marquinhos. Yeah. We can talk about Thiago Silva, and of right. course. And, of course, yep. Gianluigi Buffon, one of the greatest keepers of all time, yep. has now moved from Juventus to uh, the Parc de Prince. So th- this is an interesting matchup, Joe, and it also adds drama to it that Thomas Tuchel, as I said in the intro followed Jurgen Klopp at Mainz after he departed for Dortmund. Then uh, Jurgen Klopp departed Dortmund uh, to this little club that plays at Anfield Road. Who replaced him at Dortmund? Uh, none other than Thomas Tuchel. So Thomas Tuchel's career, in a way, has mirrored that of Jurgen Klopp. He did, at Dortmund, though, favor a 4 2 3 whereas Klopp, we know, has fallen in love with the 4-3-3. Now, he's played, Thomas Tuchel, that is, so far this season. He's played twice in a 4-3-3 formation. He's done... Uh, He's, played, he's lined up one time in a 4-2-3-1, and that is his preferred his preferred uh, lineup. That's his preferred uh, system that he likes to play. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see how he lines up against Liverpool because uh, he had the personnel, obviously, at Dortmund to, to run the 4-2-3-1 to perfection. But if he lines up in a 4-2-3-1, if he uses that formation against Liverpool uh, with a, basically a double-six, a double pivot of Marquinhos and Rabiot, uh, that will uh, that will be very interesting to see how Jurgen Klopp's four three three combats that. Especially, uh, I would assume you you have uh, Di Maria and Mbappe on the wings, Neymar playing the number ten position, and Cavani out front mm-hmm. as the number nine. So, yeah, um, it's imperative at that point. Uh, by the time we play them on the nineteenth, uh, no, excuse me, that's the uh, the eight, uh, the eighteenth. I'm sorry, Tuesday. We play the Tuesday uh, lineups. It's it's imperative that Liverpool have what we consider the, the full squad. You're talking about uh, obviously not resting Naby Keita. Obviously, you would uh, you, if 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 someone's struggling up front, uh, uh, don't wait until the 88th minute to put Daniel Sturridge in. We've seen what he's capable of this season. We know what he can do. Uh, he can score a goal for you in 20 seconds, but I'd rather not come down to that. I'd rather you know he get uh, 20 to 25 full minutes. And of course, as you said, the man who we have who's been a ghost so far, Fabinho. So what what do we expect? Are, are we expecting to see kind of um, the, the 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 full lineup of Liverpool that we envisioned uh, on match day one? Is this going to to finally come to fruition? Are we going to see the, the the full Liverpool lineup and it's and it's uh, to, uh, uh, I guess it's you know its peak, if you will, or the fullness of it um okay, sorry, just on the technically
1: part um did, did you say that the he's 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 gone with three at the back. did you just say that, or did you say four at the back
0: uh no, Thomas Tuchel's played four at the back so far in all four matchups this season he uh, excuse me, he did three at the back in one, he played a three four one two Uh angus, but in yes
1: against angus he did uh yes. three three at the back yeah and in the other two uh, matches
0: and- he's played uh, a a 433 twice and he's lined up in a 4231 uh one time
1: yeah and i think he uh Tuchel also has played 343 uh
0: during BVD days so he he has played he three. did he did experiment with the three man back line at Borussia yeah. Dortmund uh, yes on occasion yeah. okay yeah.
1: okay let, let, okay i'm going to get the te- the tactical part in a moment but okay. um, i think this if this is going to be an extremely interesting game because there's so many uh, levels contextually um, that have a lot of spice in this um, between this matchup. Um, firstly, with Neymar uh, mouthing off um, uh, uh, when asked about his opinion of who's going to finish in the top four and excluding Liverpool from that group so you know then you know earning the ire of uh, Liverpool fans from all over the world uh, you know uh, diver cheating cunt and all this kinds of stuff <laughs> and um, clueless and all these kinds of things so it's, it's nice you know welcome to the banter era all yeah, right um, so there's that there's that dynamic um and then uh, you have that dynamic um of um, Adrian Rabio. Uh, who is obviously a Liverpool target, and Klopp being very impressed with him, and, and saying that you know he actually wanted to buy him when he was manager at BVB, and uh, he's been tracking him since, uh, and uh, looking to sign him and, uh, on, on a January uh, uh, deal for the summer. So there's that um, uh, perspective as well, uh, and then the, the other level is the Mbappe Mbappe perspective. Um, uh, liverpool fans would love nothing but to get mbappe uh, in the in, in our team uh, and also fabinho uh, <clears throat> if you recall in the summer uh, when fabinho first when he joined from monaco he said that you know he will speak to mbappe and tell him all the good things about liverpool so there's that there's that p- perspective as well and then finally uh, we come to the to the to uh, angle as well because if you recall um to was the manager of uh, Dortmund mm-hmm. on that famous Anfield night in 2016? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that amazing, that amazing, amazing game. Okay, so uh, on many levels, um, there's so much spice um, in this game. So I think it's going to be, it's going to be a cracker. And not forgetting, I think, in my opinion, of the four teams in this group, I fancy uh, PSG and Liverpool to make it out of the. Uh, uh, out of the group okay uh, and uh, napoli and uh, red star two to fall by the wayside uh, through the course of the game so so I think that that is the first thing that I wanted to say now tactically um I think they play in a way that suits us especially if he goes forward the back um, because you know they're gonna come they, they don't play conservatively you know, uh, they're not a bus parking team. They're not a Mourinho team. No. Um, and they're a very positive team. They like to attack. They're an offensive team. Uh, they also like to control the position, In very, you know, in in many ways, like us. And that sort. And we've seen that those sorts of teams um, suit us, right? So I think it's. Um, it's it'll be a toss up. I think at Anfield, um, it you have to favour us. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be uh, an amazing Anfield night, Champions League football, no doubt about that. And against a top 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 team
0: with top top top
1: players, so that game is going to be one that is going to sh- you know once again Liverpool are going to put the Champions League competition. In, in the headlines, right? They say, like, wow, this is what the Champions League is about, okay? So I think that game is going to be okay. Now, the thing is with the reverse fixture the part of so again, they're going to be playing in a way that, you know, that suits us, okay? So it really, I think, for both games, it shows up on the day. I think that's what it's going to be. The team that shows up on the day is the team that's gonna is gonna is going to make the result or get or get the right result? Let's put it. Um, uh, let's get it this way. Um, if he tries to, if Tuchel tries to do the three at the back um, thing, um, it may actually play into our hands yeah, um, yeah. A, 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 a lot more because then. Um, you know, we would be able to uh, win the ball quickly in our midfield, and then do the the, the you know the the, the lightning fast counter attacks that we was, that we would have uh, uh, because it would be firstly a numerical superiority. It's five versus three, okay, um, and then you would have this distance between the midfield and 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 their, and their defense. So with the numerical superiority, then you will have all the passing the passing options that would be available uh, uh, to us. Okay. Um then you know we would look at getting our players to pressure um their playmaker, okay, which is in this case Neymar. Okay, because Neymar is going to be having that ball, and he's going to be releasing it to some of his offensive players, or Mbappe, for example. Um, so we could get, you know, with our Gergen pressing style, we're going to be forcing the turnover. We're going to be forcing down the 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 error. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think that would be the main ways that we could we could contest them. But I think again, as I said, um, they play quite similar. Oh, not say similarly, but they they play in the same style that we would like to play in mm-hmm. so that 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 works for us so and that's because that's be, because Tuchel
0: and in a way Tuchel is is a direct disciple of Jurgen Klopp i mean he he yeah. he plays the high press he plays uh the the the, the pressing counter attacking football he uh, is very aggressive in his approach uh, that led to some uh, counter attack vulnerability at Dortmund for uh, Thomas Tuchel which is probably why in uh four matches so far in the uh league uh, they've conceded four times so that you know mm. they, they're they're susceptible and and you're and and liverpool is the one team yeah. that you do not you do absolutely do not want to get caught in the counter-attack against can you imagine not the okay. freight the freight train of Mane, salah and firmino coming right at you and i add i add Sturridge to that mix too because uh, uh when he's on his day when he's in form he's he's quite dangerous that is um that's not something you want to see. But what I want to talk about real quick, though, you 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 said something very interesting a minute ago, talking about uh, Fabinho talking to Mbappe. Well, let me say this: um, Jurgen Klopp is the beacon of positivity. He, his players would literally take a bullet for him. He he has been uh, the the uh, he's had the admiration. I said this in the intro as well. He's had the admiration, respect, and uh, just uh, uttermost uh, just. Um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm searching for adjectives here and I, it's it's late over here, so cut me some slack. Um, anyways, um, you know, at Mainz, at Dortmund, and of course, uh, at Liverpool, Thomas Tuchel is quite the opposite, he has alienated mm-hmm. some of the players at Dortmund. I know uh, the story with uh, Nuri Shaheen and Marcel Schmelzer is well documented as far as uh, you know, his, 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 his gripes with them. Uh, Nuri Shaheen, one of the most beloved players in club history, was. Who had to sit in the stands in the DFB Cup final uh, just a couple of seasons ago, and uh, against Eintracht Frankfurt when uh, when Dortmund won the German Cup, the uh, DFB pokal he was in the stands. He didn't even get into the squad. Uh, so so that right there, and of course he was he was sacked unceremoniously. You know, of course after he wins a trophy uh, the next day or two days later he sacked. So right. you know th- this might be something where Fabinho could say, look, you know, if you want to play for an asshole play for Thomas Tuchel but if you want to play for a guy who's a manager, who's a players' manager who who loves you unconditionally for who you are and accepts your flaws and uh, uh, makes your strengths even greater then come to Liverpool so yeah. th- this is you know you talk about Rabio obviously and now we're talking about mbappe uh, do we how, how much of a likelihood do we see uh, this sort of PSG coup <laughs> coming to reality is this something that um that uh, will toko learn from his lessons at Dortmund or will he still be the same sort of uh, stoic cold figure that he was on the touchline there and alienate his players at PSG because it could go quickly south you know if his if you look at his first season at Dortmund uh, they, set, uh, they made history as being one of the most successful second-place teams. Uh, in in uh, 80% of Bundesliga seasons, they would have won the title had it not been for, obviously, uh, Pep Guardiola's Bayern Munich at that time. That was um, uh, you know, just something that, that, that you know, Bayern was setting all types of records. The second season, however, they limped into uh, uh, barely getting into the Champions League. They limped into the finish line, third place, finished just ahead of Hoffenheim. And uh, they did win the German Cup, but it was um, also not a pretty win against Frankfurt, 2-1. to one. So, uh, Tuchel seems to, whereas Jurgen Klopp seems to get stronger the longer he stays somewhere, Thomas Tuchel seems to, so far, go slightly in reverse. So, is this something you think that uh, maybe Fabinho can slip into the ear of uh, Kylian Mbappe? <laughs>
1: well what greater uh, audition is there for one of the finest youngest um, uh, young talents in world football than um, auditioning at anfield right that's the best platform ever right um and it's i'm telling you it's going to be anfield is going to rock so hard and Mbappe is, you know, is going to be so damn impressed, and he's going to think in his mind, he's like, you know, what? PSG screw PSG. You know, I want to play for Liverpool. I mean, if they ever may, and he may, you know, start to entertain. Uh, if, if, if you know, if, the, if, if that um, uh, uh, root in his mind and it's to his heart is closed at the moment, this game is probably going to change that. And whatever Fabinho is going to say, or whoever is going to talk to this kid. I said, "Hey, have you ever thought of coming to play for Liverpool? We would love to have you. Um, and you've seen, you've seen our home supporters. You've seen this team. You've seen the talent that we have. You know, uh, man for man, on a whole, from team, you know, from 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 top to bottom, we're a better team than PSG, and we can go far uh, in the domestic competition as well as in the Champions League and in Europe. So you should be here, not there, right? That that is the game that is going to set the scene for him, I think." Um, of course, I you know we, it's all conjecture, and we, you know, we have our own wish list. You know, I would,
0: I would love nothing but to have Mbappe in our ranks. Now, well, I, I, I um, see this, I see this matchup. To me, I see this as a Liverpool three-two uh, victory. I do think that we will concede. I think there's too much talent for PSG not to. But I think that we have, uh, as you just said, top to bottom. I think we have the better starting eleven, and I think that we're at home. We are uh, almost unbeatable. Uh, especially under Klopp, so I, I like Liverpool to win this three to two. How do you see this thing going out?
1: Yeah, I think it would be a high scoring game. I don't expect us to um, not concede um, a goal. It, it it depends on how um, uh, PSG PSG set up, really. Um, but defensively, uh, their defenders tend to sit sit back and and give the ball to midfield. Uh, so that you know the midfield soaks up the pressure and and, and, and most of the pressure and, and, and the defenders just focus on you know one to ones or the you know really when the offensive ball comes in into the into the into the into the attacking third um, that then that that kind of pre- uh, plays into our hand because of our Gergen pressing style uh, and then we could pressure out the their midfielders on the turnover. Now I also wanted to say something about Rabio mm-hmm. Okay. In this instance we're targeted, we're looking to to, to, to sign him um, one thing you have to to realize that uh, Rabio um, as much as he is a good player um, he can lack tactical awareness at times so if we can deploy someone okay to press him okay Milner or, or whoever uh, Ginny or whoever okay or Cal- if you press him and you could actually force him into areas where he you know you actually block his passing. Uh, passing lanes uh, and and you know and then that's going to frustrate somebody like mbappe or neymar for mm-hmm. example to run into the ball, or even cavani okay um so that could be that could be something so you know if we pressure neymar okay and we pressure rabio okay i think that could um uh, lead to some joy for us uh, in this game
0: okay so you have liverpool winning in a high scoring match yeah so three two I would say maybe three one okay three, one, yeah. the, the trap game is the one courses that,
1: for courses. The, Napoli. <laughs> the,
0: the trap game is the one that comes up next which is it, it's it's a home, <laughs> it's a home matchup but it's Southampton it's squeezed in between PSG yeah. and Chelsea. Yeah, uh, yeah. we have uh, the, the good news is we have three home fixtures in a row. PSG, Southampton, and Chelsea. The problem is Chelsea hates us because we put them in the Europa League, and they have like the shittiest group of all groups in the Europa League. And I don't mean that from a difficulty standpoint. I mean they have to go to like Faroe Islands and like Ukraine and like uh, the, the, the like the, the deeps, the Balkans or uh, Batiborisov. They got to go there. I mean, it, it. We really, we really put a number on uh, Chelsea uh, by finishing fourth and then finishing fifth last season. I mean, they are. They are really in um, no man's land. Even James Pierce had to Google where one of the teams was. He, he didn't know where it was. So that, <laughs> that, that, that tells you a lot. When I think he was referring to Everton there. <laughs> oh, <man>. yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Got to get an Everton dig in there. Sorry, Toffees. Um, so I'm, I'm not going to spend too much time on this match. I think it's going to be an ugly, ugly Liverpool win. Uh, maybe 1-0 or 2-1. Ah, uh, they get the job done simply because they're at home. I'm so thankful that this is not at Southampton, uh, and Liverpool do not have to travel uh, south because uh, th- this is a- this is a definite trap game.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, but only for the for the for, for the for the perspective that you are coming off the that PSG game uh, from at Anfield. Uh, um, but I mean, even even talking about the Saints. I mean, they were at home. Ah, uh, but they lost to Leicester. Yeah, it's true.
0: Uh, that, that's, 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 right. that's, that's true. It's just it, it's 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 the fact that um, this is where this You know, you're obviously going to be resting some players. Uh, yeah, yeah. So well, you're yeah,
1: yeah. They, they, they lost. Uh, well, they, they drew their opening game, uh, against Burnley, right? Uh, and then they they the Everton beat them, and then they lost against Leicester at home. Um, and then they won uh, in the EFL Cup against uh, Brighton, right? And then they beat uh, Palace uh, away. So I, I think the, the banana skin aspect only comes in because of the fact that we are coming off this huge uh, game uh, against PSG. But I think the advantage here, again, is that because that first game is again, is at home. So I think um, there's, there's going to be that, that high that, that's going to take us through Um, So I think from a fatigue perspective and all that mentality and perspective, um, I think we'll be okay in this game. Now, I was just I was just thinking this, you know, we have all these different games, right? We have Spurs and then we have PSG and then Saints and then you've said Chelsea. Uh, and then I said Napoli and, and, and then City. You know, if you've got all these teams coming. And we also said that, uh, and I also said that, you know, Klopp likes to take the time to prepare his teams, okay, tactically. So I think, you know, you're going to have less and less of that opportunity to do that properly uh, because you don't have time with the turnover, of the, the rapid turnover of the games. So, you know, I think the best, you know, we can't, you know, obviously you want to be the best team that you could be against the opponents. But ultimately, when it comes to such a situation, when you can't control it. You have to be the best version of yourself. So you have to really trust in the way that you play and the style that you play, and really trust your teammate, trust your style, trust your you know how you do it and do it well, and hope that is enough to turn over the opponent. So I think that is that is what our approach need to be. I think it's also a case where Pep Guardiola has intimated this week quite recently as well. You know he's he's a tactical guy. You know he he spends nights and days breathing and eating and sleeping and dreaming tactics, right? And he's even come up to say, no, you can do only do that for so long until you come to a point where, you know what, you, we just have to trust in ourselves and believe that the way our way of working is the best way of doing things, and that applies to us as well. You know, we, If we believe that we are the best team and uh, 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 that's able to play in this style the best way as we can, then the opposition doesn't matter. We will find a route to success. So I think that's what's going to come to the forefront a lot um, in, in the next couple of days uh, and weeks, uh, in the month for these games.
0: Yeah, so this is, this is where kind of... Uh, uh, th- th- this is the next two matches. We play back-to-back against Chelsea, and this is, uh, under no circumstances, is this uh, Conte's Chelsea anymore. This is 100% Maurizio Sarri's Chelsea. They're playing... Uh, free flow football they're playing uh, fun football the players are having fun Eden Hazard is happy uh, everyone's having a good time just like they did at Napoli this is uh, definitely uh, just like Jurgen Klopp in that aspect Saudi is a players manager he uh, lets the, the players uh, uh, kind of have a lot of freedom on the pitch uh, to do what they feel is, is the best he's lined up so far in a 4-3-3 in all four matchups Four-man back line, gone are the days of the 3-4-3 at Chelsea that Conte uh, won the league with a couple seasons back. Uh, so he's going with uh, Azpilicueta, Rúdiga, Luis, and Alonso. Uh, in the midfield, of course, Jorginho, who he brought with him from Napoli. Kovacic, who came over from uh, Real Madrid, and Ingo And, of course, Pedro, Alvar Morata, and Eden Hazard up front. This is a very, very good Chelsea team. They were on paper last season, but they had lost the will to play under Conte, so uh, Joe, how how? First of all, the first matchup between these two massive massive heavyweights in the Premier League is my favorite competition. As you know, the Carabao Cup, which um, yeah, this is Jurgen Klopp literally gives two shits about this competition. This is where he starts Solanke. He starts uh, if he still had it. He would probably start Danny Ings. Uh, the, I I I expect this is where I expect Daniel Sturridge to start. I I don't wh- why. Would you play Roberto Firmino in this matchup? Let's start. in this match. Uh, give the man a rest. Give Shakiri the start. Sit either. Mm-hmm. Sit. Sit Salah. Sit. Sit Mane. Whoever you need to sit. Uh, let. Let. Let these guys. Uh, you know, do what they're supposed to do, and that is to to uh, give relief to the superstars, and and these cup matchups now. How do we think Saudi's going to play this? Is Saudi going to... Because they'll be coming, obviously, off of a Europa League uh, appearance that Thursday um, before. They'll have some time to rest up uh, before their cha- their their next league match, and then it's right into Liverpool uh, on the 25th of uh, September, which is a Tuesday. So do you think both sides rest uh, players in this matchup? Do you think that... Um, based on history, we have no reason to believe that Jurgen Klopp won't. But... Which, which matchup is he... Li- I'm assuming, I, and I can only go based on the fact that Liverpool have never won the Premier League, the second matchup against Chelsea on the 29th is a much, much more important game. So mm-hmm. how, does, how does Jurgen Klopp play this, and which one is he going to take more seriously?
1: Right. So I think of the, all the games that are coming, okay, um, starting from Spurs to uh, the one uh, against City after the Napoli game, uh, so the two, the three games that stand out the most is the game against PSG at Anfield, the game against Chelsea, okay, and the game against City, okay. So these three games are the most standout games uh, for me, and if I was to rank. Okay. Um. Uh, these three. Uh, phew, this is a tough one. I don't know why I put myself into this corner, but I th- <laughs> I would actually look at this Chelsea get game um, as a very interesting, intriguing uh matchup. Um, if uh, was I on the on the on the preseason um uh, prediction show with you, or oh, I did did it with someone else? I'm not sure, but um on that show I my my view uh, people were saying okay they they they, they didn't expect uh, chelsea to do so well this season and i actually counted they said actually, i expect actually expect them to do quite quite well this season uh, given given the the, 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 the knowledge and uh, the nature of of sarri and, and now they're using all this term sarri ball sarri ball i'm not exactly sure what that is but okay fine and he's he's managed to 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 get these guys um, uh, working together and, you know, uh, first thing, I guess, people didn't like Conti. So that was the first thing. So now everybody's playing as a team and, and people appreciate that uh, a lot more. So that's the first thing. We still have good players uh, in there. And as you said, you know, he's brought in yoginho from from Napoli. Mm-hmm. So there are three teams right now on 12 points. Uh, that's us, that's Chelsea, and, there's, and then there's, there's, you know, obviously the uh, Premier League uh, title winner, uh, uh, appointed uh, Watford.
0: Watford, yes, twelve points out of <laughs> yeah, yeah. twelve, yes. Exactly, exactly, You gotta love so Troy, Troy Deeney. Troy <laughs> finally gonna lift the Premier League trophy.
1: <laughs> you know, so that goes to show that Chelsea are, are going to be able to compete, uh, at least, at least as at least as signs go in the in this first four games. Okay, so I think this is going to be a very intriguing matchup. Now, as for the question, um, uh, Carabao Cup. Premier League, uh, Champions League, Carabao Cup, and then later on stream is the FA Cup. Now I was of this position before that um, it is very, very important for Liverpool to win a cup this season, um, simply as a, as a as a sort of um, as a fruit outcome for all of the stuff that's been going on so far. Okay, uh, the development that's gone on since uh, 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 Brendan Rogers' tenure. To all the players that we've got in, and all the players that we've rele- released, and then how the club's fortunes have, have slowly begin begun to revive, okay. And I and I and I said on, on numerous occasions that I think that winning a trophy or winning a title of any sort, okay, even if it's a even if it's a Mickey Mouse uh, cup. And when I say Mickey Mouse cup, I'm basically only referring to two Mickey Mouse cup, the Carabao Cup or the FA Cup, okay. It would be a great uh, boost to the team, okay? Now, I'm starting to change my position on this, okay? Um, Because I'm thinking and reflecting on this, I'm thinking, you know, um, would I, which would I prefer? Would I prefer going all out and winning a Mickey Mouse Cup or, you know, failing at the highest levels of the highest target that I could possibly set for myself, which is the Premier League title or the Champions League? you know uh, and you know even failing short just short of the premier league title or the champions league is a bigger achievement than winning a mickey mouse cup i agree because of yeah because of the resources that and, and the effort uh, that would have to that needed to obviously go in to 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 win a mickey mouse cup uh, would be far better utilized in going as far as we can to our potential in the premier league or the champions league so that's where I'm at right now. So as far as I'm concerned, um, this Carabao Cup, or as I usually like to call it, the Carafuckingbaulk Cup, um, <laughs> doesn't matter to me at all. Um, and as much as you know, of course, Klopp can't go out there and say, you know, this cup doesn't doesn't matter to me. He can't say that. But I think that's how he should treat it from a from a resource allocation, uh, mentally and players player wise. Uh, with regards to this game. I would treat this first game uh, for Chelsea, because now for Chelsea, I think that they should actually treat the Carabao Cup as a viable trophy path. Okay? Because firstly, I don't think over the long haul that they can win the title in the Premier League. I don't... And they're not in the Champions League. Right? So they want to be dedicating the resources to trying to win the the Europa League. (laughs) Okay? Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, so this these would be their two um uh pathways, okay? Whereas our two pathways is the Premier League title and the Champions League. Okay. So this is our I think our our two our pathways to to success. Cause I think you had a question about what would determine success for us. So so I think Premier League or Champions League, and then Chelsea would be uh Mickey Mouse Cup and Europa League. So going on this basis. I think this first game um, would be more of a thing for Chelsea rather than us, and I think we should be looking at this game to be to study them. Okay. Yeah. To 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 scope them out really, to scout them out, to see okay, what 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 are they all about, what is this so called sorry ball all about, and so that we can prepare ourselves for that next game um, uh, 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 against Chelsea in the Premier League uh, away. Having said that, though, it does may seem like a wasted opportunity because the EFL Cup game is at Anfield again. So that's, that's a huge home advantage uh, to us. But that's where I'm at right now. I think it's, it's going to be a study game. And whatever, whatever comes in that game, I mean, honestly speaking, if we are out of the EFL Cup, I mean, the headlo- the media will make a big deal out of it, okay? Liverpool dumped
0: out of the care of fucking bowl. Yeah, God yeah, God. yeah. They'll this any anything they can say negatively. Yes, they will say it. But they have uh, the advantage of playing in that second match at Stamford Bridge. That is somewhere that Liverpool has not performed very well over the uh, course of the past few seasons. So uh, this is uh that that's that's a huge match. Uh, so uh, so far. Chelsea has a 3-0 win over Huddersfield, which everyone's beating Huddersfield nowadays. They beat uh, Arsenal in a thriller 3-2, uh, held on against Newcastle 2-1, and beat Bournemouth uh, last weekend 2-0. Yep. Uh, two, so, yep. uh, again, with the exception of Arsenal, they've they've had a pretty easy slate as well. Uh, seems like most of the major the major sides in Europe, actually, thus far, have had a pretty easy slate uh, to open up the season, I guess, you know, I guess to pad the points or, or whatever. Uh, obviously, Manchester United was not able to do that, but uh, that's another whole story for another day. Um, so I, I'm concerned, uh, I, like you, I think I think that they should they should honestly kind of experiment or do whatever you're going to do. Put your reserves in, even though it's a home match. You really need to win the second the second game against Chelsea, because uh, or at least draw. Uh, this is the one that's important to win if you take points away from Chelsea at Stanford Bridge, especially this early in the season with them being basically level on points with you, only one goal behind on goal differential that that's that's a major statement that's a major statement to go to their home and 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 take points from them. so I deem that as the as the more important of the two,
1: yeah, um. It comes back to what I said earlier: um, how greased our wheels uh, will be by the time uh, we get towards the end, uh, towards the the, the the Christmas New Year period. Um, but actually, the, the 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 greasing of the wheels comes actually much earlier than that because it's actually going to come towards this game already. Because the fact that, as you as you rightly said, Chelsea have had a, 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 a nicer time so far. Um, well, who, who they played? They played. Um, uh, Huddersfield. Yeah, Huddersfield, really, they, Bournemouth. They get Huddersfield 3-0. Then the only so-called tough game um, was against Arsenal. Uh, they made a close shade out of it, 3-2. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, maybe they shouldn't have, uh, you know. Uh, then again, it was a close shade against um, uh, Ruffers, uh, Newcastle. They shouldn't have, maybe. They're not in re- exactly in the best shape, Newcastle. Uh, and then 2-0 against the uh, uh, Cherries. Um, and then, I mean, if you look at the, you know, they play Cardiff, they play uh, a p a, a o k pauk. Is that how you pronounce it? Yes. Yes. Greece, Yes. Great g- yes. team. And then it's West Ham United. And then it's us. And then it's us again. And then after that, there are like some fucking team for Hover or whatever. i <laughs> sure what countries. Maybe that's the one that that, that James. Hungary is a Hungarian team for Hover
0: Videoton. Yeah, Videoton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, they I think they're in Budapest. <laughs>
1: Yes, <laughs> you, you see where this is going, right? And then Southampton, and then the next tough game is against, well, tough game uh, is against Manchester United or Chelsea. So, you know, they they are going to be cruising all this way up to that game, whereas we are going to have to have our wheels greased, ready ready to go. So, how 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 quickly can these games, uh, the Spurs game, the PSG game, okay, gonna really set us up for how we're going to look like for the rest of the season. I think that's going to be absolutely um, uh, critical. You know, that's going to be absolutely critical. So I think that, that's where the, the, the difference will be between the, Chelsea, uh, in the, in the in these two Chelsea games.
0: Okay, so my prediction is I think we beat Chelsea on penalties in the Carabao Cup game, and I think that we draw them 2-2 two two at Stamford Bridge in the league. Okay. Yeah, I could go for that. Okay. So the, that. The, with, with with two matches left to review, here real, real quick, uh, before we move on to uh, what I what we it's think. No replays really at the Carabao Cup, right? No, 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 no. That's it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> um, so so um, the next game is against Napoli, and and I want to distinguish this real quick. I do not think this is the most important game in the Champions League. I think this, or, or the group stage. I think this is the most difficult. Uh, anyone that knows the history of Napoli, uh, it, 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 the, the home field advantage they have at the Stadio San Paulo, it is uh, it is a fortress. Uh, it was a, uh, built yep. as a fortress under Maurizio Sarri. It is uh, going to continue to be that way. Uh, make no mistake about it. Carlo Ancelotti was brought in not to. Do anything other than to improve Napoli's standing, not to uh, stay the course or minimize it. Uh, he is a multiple-time Champions League-winning manager. He's won four, four of the five uh, major uh, European League trophies, uh, as far as the, the league goes. Uh, he's won at Real Madrid. He's won at Bayern Munich. He's won at AC Milan. Uh, he, he's 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 done it all. So yep. this this to me, Joe is a crucial, crucial three points. Uh, I, I don't think that Liverpool can be disappointed if they only get one from this. So how, how do we see this one going? Because Napoli is... Uh, they did get embarrassed last week in the Serie A. Sampdoria beat them 3-0. But as we all know, you cannot, you cannot take Carlo Ancelotti the same way in the league that you would take him in Europe because he is a guy, he is a cup-winning manager. That's what he's, he's, he's really, his specialty is winning cup fixtures. That's what he yep. has built his yep. name on. So what should we expect against Napoli? Don't forget, by the way, in 2010, that's when the Liverpool fans were attacked by the ultras. Uh, in Napoli uh, when they went down mm-hmm. there so that's a very very hostile environment uh, uh, Napoli mm-hmm. you went there this past summer so you know exactly yep. what the uh, atmosphere is like down there uh, so yeah. how do we how do we see this matchup going it's it's quite funny that you, you reference that because
1: when I was talking to the Napoli uh, Napoli fans um, you know when when it was clear that they they weren't able to 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 win this Serie A um, and, and I was talking to them about the Premier League and, and You'd be surprised. A lot of them said, "We want Liverpool to win. We want Liverpool to yeah, to, yeah. To, to 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 do something, you know, to 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 uh, overhaul Man City somehow, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, if not then, but in the near future, because they just, you know, they just like the team, they like the way they play, they like the they like the football that's being played at, at Liverpool. So it's quite funny that you referenced <laughs> that. So um, now. Ooh, this is a, this is going to be a tough one. Uh, that's why I kind of jumped the gun and I mentioned Napoli before. Um, I have no idea. I, I'm I'm going to be upfront and honest here. I have no idea how this game is going to pan out. I have absolutely no clue. I know we turned them over five nil in Dublin for the preseason. Yep. That is that has got no relevance at all. Now Napoli themselves got turned over the weekend.
0: Right, three 0 by uh, Sampdoria, yeah, three 0 Sampdoria, yeah.
1: So that's telling me, okay, that's informing us that Ancelotti is still working through his methods. So that's still it's still a work in progress. Now, I think maybe okay, just thinking out loud. Um, all the games that they were playing this area before, we they play us. I mean, they play Fiorentina, they play, uh, they will play Real Star Belgrade first. Uh, in the Champions League, then Torino, Palma, they play Juve. Okay, that's the thing. They play Juve, okay, before us.
0: That's a major. That's a big fixture in the league. Big fixture.
1: So so two things. Um, one, that game. Okay? What comes out of that game? What results out of the game? The personnel that, that's available or not available after that game. um so that's one thing, um, having, obviously since you know, they, they, they could not you know, um, take it over the line uh, last season uh, in the Serie Second thing is how much of um, Antolotti's philosophies and tactical training and, and, and preparation filters through to this team by the time we play them. So it could come down to to, to to these two teams. But I, to be honest with you, I don't see how trying to get a win against Napoli in their home stadium, my God, that's a, that's, that's a cheap, It's a tough task, <laughs> yeah. I think trying to get a draw is, would be something as well. Um, Enfield, we know anything can happen, right? So, uh, but... Ancelotti knows a lot about us. I mean, if there's one guy who who knows a lot about us, it's him. Um, even being close to being appointed as Liverpool's manager, okay, at one time. So, wow.
0: Well, they have a weakness. So, so the two the two things that that Napoli uh, does not do well. One, they are not good against players who have great on-ball skills. So this would be like a Sadio Mane yeah. or a. Um, Roberto Firmino, or Mohamed Salah, and they also are very, very susceptible to the counterattack. So the back four, especially the goalkeeper, Ospina, he has uh, been yep. uh, in, in, in less than stellar form this season. So let's just give a perspective. they played three matches in Serie A. They've won two of those, lost one. They've scored five. They've conceded six. So They have a negative one goal differential. He's lined up in a 4-3-3 in all three matches. Uh, you still have Koulibaly back there. Uh is joined by Rui, uh, Albiol, and Hysaj, uh, And then, of course, in the midfield, you have Zielinski, Hamzik, and Alan. And then Kalehon, Milik, and Insigne up front. Edris Mertens coming off the bench as sort of their super sub, uh, much like, I guess you could say, uh, Sturridge or uh, Shaqiri is for us. So, you know, this is... Um, Offensively, they they do have firepower. Though I would say they were more dangerous under Saudi with that carefree kind of attacking, uh, free flow football. Uh, uh, obviously, Ancelotti's far more organized. He's going to be more of a drill sergeant than he is uh, a, a friend to the players, such as uh, Saudi was. Everyone loved him, and um, yeah, it's going to be. It's it, it's. I think it's going to be a transition still to 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 go from that uh, mindset to go from a manager who is. The complete opposite of his predecessor, so uh, that's a transition. But again, I think that sometimes you have to take into consideration there are some magical places sometimes that have their have a have a, have a uh, they are a living uh, entity of their own, and that Stadio Sao Paulo, is is it it it, it lives and breathes, uh, it has a life of its own, and I think Liverpool would be would be doing well to get a draw there. I, I, I'm not expecting a win. If we could get a 1-1 or a 2-2 there, I would be more than happy with that.
1: Well, we, we know um, uh, uh, Laurentis is, uh, is kind of running scared because I think a couple of days ago, uh, he says that he intends to complain to UEFA about drawing Liverpool in the Champions League. to why Liverpool as beaten finalists last season were well, in pot three. Uh, he called it a disastrous anomaly. Um, so, a little bit strange. He said that he, he actually used the word that they, that they are bitter and that he will ask for an es- explanation from wafer. Okay. Uh, but you you do know that uh, De Laurentiis, an Napoli president, is known for his outlandish kind of statements. Yeah, of right? course. all yeah. kinds of weird, weird things. Um,
0: <laughs> as Italians do, I suppose. Yeah. Um, they're all, they're all, they're all, uh, that, that's, that's part of the curse, as they say in Italy, but it's also part of the what makes it so great. It's it's uh kind of a punch counter punch as far as uh, Serie A goes. It's like the league that is uh, that cannot be taken seriously, but it must be taken seriously.
1: No, I mean, of course, when the, when the draw was made, you know, uh, people were talking about, oh, I hope we avoid port two or part three uh, we uh, want to be in part two not in part three um and you know uh, you know i come up with the typical bravado statement they said you know you're not uh, you know uh, we are not drawn in there with you you are drawn in here with us you have to deal with us nobody wants to play us see how we play and how much of a threat we can be and as you started this podcast we said that you know because of the threat of our, of our offensive third, if we allow us to get into any sort of momentum and gallop, it could be a whitewash result. That could be that could actually be the outcome of any team that plays against us if they're not careful, right? So for that reason, many teams don't want to play us and don't want to be drawn against us because they they know that should, if if there's one time if they fall to Liverpool in any in any game, especially in a two-legged tie they may actually not be coming back from that. and could actually come to be an embarrassment almost, you know. So with that kind of fear factor, this is all great for us, okay? That's all great uh, great for us. So I, I don't know. This game, um, I don't think it's going to be so cut and dried. Uh, Ancelotti is a Wally customer. He knows us, as I said. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I think if we come off with anything, if we can come off with a draw, I would treat that as, as a win, especially at Napoli. But at Anfield... Anything is possible, but um, we do again. We have the personnel to beat uh, Napoli, as we as we have the, the personality to beat any team. Okay, um, yeah, that, that this will be an interesting one. This will be a really interesting one.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, rounding out this hellish seven-match stretch is none other than the defending 100-point scoring Manchester yeah. City. And their trip to Anfield Road. So this is a place that I think, since uh, the World War I, I think Manchester City has won one time, or since uh, the American Civil War, they've won once. Um, I'm joking, of course, but uh, yeah, Manchester City sucks at Anfield. They 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 literally never win there. They always get their ass beat, <laughs> and uh, they they were they were they had their ass beat there twice last year. When of course they were anointed as not only the Premier League champions but the favorites to win the Champions League. Liverpool made yeah. short work of them at Anfield, embarrassed them uh, uh, both, both at, at the Etihad and uh, at Anfield, uh, sending them swiftly from the tournament and uh, shutting the door on Pep Guardiola's Champions League dreams. So we have, um, they have not lost in this calendar, well, this calendar year, uh, I, in this Premier League year so far. So that I'm concluding the Community Shield in that. They beat Chelsea 2-0. They beat Arsenal 2-0. And they beat Huddersfield 6-1. Since then, though, they've looked very human. Um, that may be because uh, of a certain missing Kevin De Bruyne. Uh, This is uh, Mm -hmm. 1-1 versus Wolverhampton, the uh, promoted side from the championship, uh, back in uh, Premier League for the first time in uh, quite a few years. And, of course, uh, 2-1 against Rafa Benitez's Newcastle. That was last week. Uh, Again, um, not the, uh, the cleanest of results. So this is, of course... October 7th is when this match is played and Mm -hmm. we still have uh, uh, over a month, a month and a day before we even have to uh, uh, worry about this. But as you were talking Mm -hmm. about wheels being greased, you know, what, what, what is this, uh, what are we going to expect from, from Manchester city? Because, you know, their next matchup here, it doesn't get much harder. They come off the international break, they play Fulham, then they play Lyon in the uh, champions league. Uh, So Mm -hmm. to me, this is, this, is the most important, uh, this is the most important match of the opening of, of the first half of the Premier League season simply because these are un, unequivocally the greatest threat to Liverpool in the Premier League yep. is Manchester City. That's, that's uh, Pep Guardiola's uh, 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 citizens. So yep. it's imperative that you take all three points if you play them at home. I think that that goes without saying. I think that they, you know, obviously Liverpool did that last year when it really didn't matter. I mean, they were already like twenty yeah. points behind. But right now, Liverpool, we for the first time, as you just said, in many many years, are the trendsetters in the Premier League. We are we we are setting the pace. Everyone is everyone is uh, dancing to our music, if you will. Yeah. Uh, uh, they so so we we've kind of set the tone here, and this is. Um, City, for the first time, and I'm, I'm not trying to, I know they're only two points behind, so you know, cut me some slack on this, but they're chasing us for a change, okay? They're chasing us. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that being said, we don't know after all these results, after all these Champions League matchups against Napoli and PSG, back to back against Chelsea, we don't know what the table's going to look like uh, in a month, but um, yep. very well could be that uh, we're level on points. We could be a little bit behind them, they could still be a, a few points behind us, but make no mistake about it. This is the most important matchup from now until January. This is an absolute. Yep. I, I think this is a must win. So, Joe, uh, based on what we know right now, uh, obviously injuries aside, we don't know who's going to be injured for this match. We do know who is injured. Kevin De Bruyne is out. Uh, h- how do we see this this uh, matchup with City going? Is this going to is is Pep Guardiola going to once again fall into the trap of Jurgen Klopp?
1: Okay, <clears throat> right. <laughs> so this is the two um, heavyweight champions <laughs> heavyweight uh, contenders one champion one wannabe champion right um, going going for it okay so this is this is the match to end all matches okay now i have it on good authority firstly that all bottles will not be allowed uh, at Liverpool for this game, mm-hmm. so no bottles will be uh, will be allowed in the hands of any supporter, especially Everton supporters pretending to be Liverpool supporters, so they could throw on <laughs> the bus. So that's that's the first thing. Secondly, I think um, I've heard on the grapevine that uh, Manchester City are consulting um, uh, Trump's um, advisors on how to to, to, <laughs> d- to design a bus that looks like the beast that bo- the ball bo- the bottles and bullets will bounce off. <laughs> so, so that's the first two things I want to say. Um, I'm looking at Manchester City's. Um, upcoming games, man, and it's looking a bit like Chelsea. In fact, it looks even easier than Chelsea. Other than the Leon game, okay, they play Fulham next, and then they play Leon, then Cardiff, Oxford United, yeah. Brighton, Hoffenheim, and then us. I mean,
0: come on. Yeah, that's, that's very easy. Very easy.
1: You know, and yeah, you can say Kevin Bruyne is not available. He might be back by that time. Right. I don't know. That's in October. Okay. So there's that. There's that perspective. Then, um, okay. Of course, the game is going to be an a field. So you know they're going to. they club uh, is is, is going to do the. Uh, I club has the tools and the weapons and the and the and the and the, 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 the know how to beat. Uh, Pep. So he's the guy that's able to constantly frustrate the hell out of Pep Guardiola so we know this and Pep knows this as well he knows that we are their kryptonite if there's any team that's going to stop us it's us and i think and he, you know pep he is driven he is an absolutely driven guy and there's no, and there's one thing that's probably keeping him up every night this itching him is he wants to find a way to beat us okay um so this is going to be this is again as is in all of our previous matchups, it's it's going to be another it's going to be another blockbuster one. Um, as you rightly said, they haven't had the best of luck with against us uh, at Anfield. And long may that um, uh, continue. But if they can deal with that pressure and playing um, at Anfield, okay, with a decidedly biased uh, crowd, then maybe yeah, I could see the point where yeah, you know they've they've gone up another level of maturity. They're trying to... And I've seen all this stuff stuff that Manchester City are trying to do and trying to manufacture legacy, if that's possible, trying to manufacture uh, this rivalry... Um, with Liverpool, yeah. Um, some of it, most of it, looks quite pathetic to be to be quite honest with you. Um, you know, it's one thing to buy yourself to success and victory and titles, and that's that's perfectly that's a perfectly plausible uh, route to success, as we have shown ourselves now. You know, you got Klopp uh, even dawning to that to that notion that you know he needs to invest, he needs to put money and in, uh, into 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 you know uh, uh, success in the Premier League, right? Um, but to take it one step further and, and try to concoct some kind of rivalry against Liverpool, or to show that you know there's some kind of a history there right now, it's just kind of pathetic. I have to be honest with you. So I, I, I don't know. Uh, I expect to fully see us turn them over again um, at Anfield, even if there are no bottles thrown. <laughs> um, Let me ask you this real quick: does
0: it does it does it? Uh how do you see this? Uh, he's, out of all the teams that we've talked about tonight, the only one that has used a different formation in all four matches is City. Uh, Pep has played so far a 4-3-3, a 3-1-4-2. He's played three in the back one time. He's played a 4-1-3-2, and he's played with a double pivot, a double six, and a four two 2 3 of those have resulted in wins, and obviously when he played the 4-3-3 against... Um, that was Wolverhampton. Uh they uh ended up drawing one one. So does that uh is 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 Pep tinkering with something there? Does he not yet know what he wants to do? Is or or do you think that uh it's just a coincidence that he's actually lined up in four different lineups in four different matches?
1: Um he, he's he's obviously trying to find the best um solution for himself uh moving forward. Because so I think He's only he's probably he's probably only tinkering to try and find a settled um, formation and team, okay, and personnel, and then go with that. So I think that's it. I think he's probably quite close to doing that already. Um, uh, I mean, they, 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 they've been doing quite okay, although they're they're chasing us a little bit uh, still. But again, it's only four, only four games, so I think by the time they play us. You know he would more or less know you know what uh, he wants to do. Again, it's going to come down to how well our wheels are greased. I'm mean, going to use I'm use continue to use that term. You know all yeah. of these um, hard games that we have early on are going to uh, and, the, and the boys are going to need to have to think in this in terms of this mentality how to get uh, as quickly adapted and and right. In the right frame of mind and in the right uh, state physically, um, you know, to, to prepare, to be adequately prepared by the time these these steam games, okay, uh, come. So you may go through. Up, they may go through all these, playing uh, some Hungarian team and some Greek team and 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 Cardiff and and, and, and all, uh, Oxford United and, and all these sorts of teams. But we we are right in the throes of it. You know, we are playing Spurs. We play and all these guys are like challenging us in the league or in the Champions League against, like for example PSG, playing in the in in, in a cauldron like uh, uh, you know against Napoli away. You know all these te- all these matchups are going to have to prepare us and the boys. I need to, to 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 by the time these games. Come this Chelsea game and in uh, uh, and the, and the league as well as and then again against City, you know they're going to have to prepare us. Now if, if you if you just if you just look further down the schedule, okay, the next time we play City again and this time away, it's at the turn of the year. It's the first game we play in twenty in twenty nineteen. Yeah. So you see that's going to have another dynamic again. It's the first team in the in the turn of the year that we play. Against Manchester City, where are where will we be at the time that game comes? Where will we be? Will are we still Manchester City are going to be chasing us? Okay, uh, is this, that is that gap going to be wider? Are they going to be above us? Are we going to be level on points? So the, you you can already see the story. You can already see a, a potential uh, plot um, starting to 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 shape up and and. and 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 I think that by the time we play them first at Anfield, uh, that's when it's going to start thickening.
0: Yeah. Um, so just to to wrap this up uh, on the uh, before we uh, talk about real quick about uh, the squad depth and and uh, transfers, I do think yeah. uh, I agree with you that Liverpool, if looking at this, uh, uh, kind of fast forwarding through the Champions League, I, I talked about the two biggest matchups, which is at home against PSG and away to Napoli. Those are the two. Mm. Those are the two tone setters. That's where Liverpool's going to find out exactly what they're made of. I have them going four points out of six on those two matches. I have them beating Red Star Belgrade both times. That gives them 10. I have them losing at PSG at the Parc des Princes, and I have them beating Napoli at home. That gives them 13. So I have unequivocally Liverpool at least in the top two, if not winning the group. Uh, I think they safely get past this group. Uh, I don't think Napoli's quite got what it takes. I think they probably finished with somewhere around eight or nine points. Um they are going to fall short, uh, Liverpool simply has too much firepower. I think they split uh, with uh, PSG and uh, of course, I don't think Red star Belgrade has uh, you know all you know and not trying to disrespect them but you know first time in the competition in 26 years, 27 years, whatever it's been they, they're hey you you get the participation prize okay you're not you're not you're not coming to anfield and winning anything and and Liverpool's fully capable of beating them five nil uh, if it comes down to it um now, Liverpool will face a raucous atmosphere in Belgrade because they uh, they they have passionate fans. They're known to have passionate fans, and that is a um, that's a traditional club. They 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 go back. Uh, if you look at the history of football, they're quite successful. Uh, not in the mm-hmm. modern not in the modern era, but but historically, they are. So they those fans are going to be uh, very excited to see teams that are the size and have the following and support like Liverpool, Napoli, and PSG come to their stadium. Mm-hmm. But us. Uh, at the end of the day, the matches are played on the pitch uh, by the players, not the fans or the supporters. Yep. Uh, Liverpool's too much, so I, I have Liverpool safely advancing out of this group.
1: Um, I think when it comes to Red Star Belgrade, I mean it, it may not matter whether it's home or away because right. there are a lot of Liverpool supporters in Serbia. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Amazing. They've got loads, loads, and loads. You know, they may probably do a street greet. Just like they do at Anfield, okay. They, they might probably do a street greet with ale ale ale
0: at uh, you know uh, in
1: Belgrade as well, you know, with the whole. Bunch well, of that would that would that, would that would be e-
0: embarrassing for Red Star Belgrade. But uh, don't I
1: mean don't be surprised. I mean you know uh, okay one of our one of my good mates right and and uh, and one of the admins of our of of, of our four website uh, Vez you know Vez yes um, he he's Serbian and he attends the, the 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 official Liverpool supporters clubs meetings there and he posts up posts up his uh, you know his time uh, you know and all the meetings and activities that happen on our on our website and you, you you can clearly tell that they are like hardcore liverpool supporters yeah. in, uh, in, <laughs> in 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 belgrade you know um, in fact you know it's 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 quite funny i mean the people in people over there really put whole liverpool in a high high and high esteem and high high regard um, in, in fact, it's even to the point where they even cons- uh, give credit to Liverpool for bringing people from the old Yugoslavia back together because of a common club affiliation, which is uh, LFC. So that is the extent of the support and the passion for, for you, the know, LFC.
0: So it, yeah. you know you you know the real reason why there's such a big Liverpool following in in, in Serbia, right? It's Lazar Markovic, obviously. Well, <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, he's he's the Serbian Wunderkind. He's you know, that was uh, that was that was the big signing back in the day, you know, the 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 one that we that's the guy that we can't get rid of now, apparently. And uh, you know, so but yeah, that's why the Serbians love us is because of Markovic, obviously. I mean, that's a no brainer. Uh, and apparently, the red and red stars for Liverpool, so that's uh, (laughs) that's (laughs) uh, yeah, so. it wouldn't, yeah. yeah Gucci, well. yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course, yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, but but all jokes aside, you're right. It won't matter where they play. They could play in Beijing. They could play in Los Angeles. It, it wouldn't matter. Uh, it, it's it's. I, I think Liverpool takes six out of six points from them, and uh, those are going to be important because I could see Napoli going to Belgrade and only drawing. For example, they drop points there, and. Um, yeah. I I just I think the 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 Reds uh, overall are just uh, too strong, and at the very least we finished second in this group. Uh, that, hey, it's it's all about advancing. You just need to get to the round of sixteen. Take care of your business at that at that junction. Uh, that that's that that's all there is to it. It's a it's a it's going to
1: be a different stadium. Um, and they they qualified for the Champions League by coming back two goals down against Salzburg. Uh, was it? Yes. Uh, so, they won the Serbian League as well. So, um, so they got there on their, on their own steam and their own merit. And any team that's going to go there, it's going to be a different stadium, different country, different kind of uh, vibe. Um, so, it's not going to be easy. Um, one thing that does matter, though, is whether Jardin uh, Shakiri
0: will play this game. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, I, I did talk about that on the intro. Um, so, real quick on that. So, Shakiri has been warned... To not yeah. travel to Serbia in the Liverpool away fixture. Yeah, exactly. What do you make of that? Yeah, I mean,
1: because of, you know, obviously with the Albanian and the Serbian. Kosovo, Liverpool, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know what, man? You know, it doesn't matter to us. To me, to me um, rest him. Just leave him out. That's fine. It's okay. We can use him in the league. That's that doesn't matter. Yeah, honestly speaking, I mean we've got we've got that, that depth now. It's not like is it okay if he doesn't play? We we have you know twenty uh, percent chances that we will not make it through. You know I kind of think it's not like that at all. Uh, we've gone 4-4 four, 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 four on the bounce without him playing regularly. He's coming. I said something. So you're happy. of the
0: opinion. You're of the opinion though. Liverpool just take all the drama out of it from the beginning. Don't make it an issue. Just sit him.
1: Exactly, yeah. Okay. Just take the drama out of it. Don't incite it. Don't inflame it. You know, that's fine. We have the personnel to do it. Unless, of course, we between now and then, we have some kind of an injury crisis touching touchwood. Oh, yeah, God. We,
0: <laughs> Can you imagine yeah. if Mane is out and uh, shakiri has got to start? Yeah, you know, or we have to play Markovic. Oh. <laughs> right. Well, that he'll get a he'll get a standing ovation so uh, you know
1: yeah so just just take this thing out of it early you know just take this thing out of it just, yeah, just yeah. focus on the on the football focus on the on the, on the good feelings on the good vibes and obviously they they have a soft spot for us as well and keep that rolling rather than inciting them with trying to feel and bring a player that you know that has caused that is that is that is a source of tension um you know so let's avoid that and then play him in the next game. Play him. Um, who do we play? Who do we play after? Who do we play after uh, Red Star? Red we play Star. Cardiff. Yeah, Cardiff. Yeah. We play Cardiff. We play, Cardiff play, him again, uh, play him again. Play him Play against Cardiff, and he'll rack up a, a you know, a hat trick or something,
0: and, and, and then everyone's happy. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so real quick, talking about Shakiri, he's uh, he's a summer transfer. Obviously, we got uh, Allison Becker as a transfer, Fabinho, and Nabi Keita. Also coming into the squad, uh, Joe, obviously, we talked about this to ad nauseum, and I'm sick and tired of actually talking about the guy, the guy that we didn't sign, uh, Fakir. Uh, it's just simply the name that will not die. But um, taking that into account that we didn't get him, and obviously uh, you said that uh, Klopp's been tracking Rabiot for quite some time now, and they're looking towards him uh, in the winter uh, for a summer deal. Has Liverpool, do you feel like Liverpool's done enough? Do you think that they've addressed all the issues they need to address? And especially with the injury to Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, who I think the club and everyone else figured to be a major part of this year's team. He will now not be that, as he will miss most of the season, if not all of the season, with a devastating knee injury that he suffered against Roma in the Champions League. So do you think that this Liverpool squad is deeper than last season? I think that I think we can agree that they are deeper uh, but have they done enough? That's the real question. Ha- is this is this squad able to compete on four fronts, if you will? I mean that. What I mean by what I mean by four fronts is the Carabao Cup, FA Cup, uh, League, and uh, Champions League.
1: So, um, so it has to. Your question has to be prefer. Um, it's it's a very uh, relative question. So, uh, are we deeper? Yes, we we are deeper in squad uh, uh, depth. So that's the first thing. So that's taken the right in the right box. Um whether it's deep enough to compete on four fronts, I still say no. I, I feel that we should use that added depth now to then, you know, uh, 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 save our powder for the two main competitions, which is the, the, the Premier League and, and the Champions League. So that's the second thing. Now, have we, have we, have we uh, strengthened the depth to, to a level where we can compete then? Effectively in the Premier League and in the Champions League. Well, last season uh, we got to the final, so now we've de- we've we've, um, we've strengthened. And then there's the pain of losing to to, to 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 Real as well. So I see no reason why we can't go all the way again. Okay. Now as in the Premier League, then it has to be again uh, the comparison has to be against uh, City. Now when you o- only when I when I compare against City is where I think we I would say we would we have fallen slightly short in terms of the depth. Okay. So that is the only, and that's like probably, what, maybe we're talking like on a margin of one or two players of quality, not just bodies, okay, but quality. That's about it. Yeah, that's about it. So, uh, games like this, at the, uh, when, it, when it comes to competition at the, at the highest levels, it's all about fire margins, uh, isn't it? You need luck with injury, you need luck with decisions, um, unluckiest team last season, maybe luckiest team this season, i don't know so, so
0: here's why here's here's the reason why i think they're deeper and it's not necessarily and it's not just from a numerical standpoint yes we added more players but here's klopp's klopp's transformation of the squad uh he's made Sturridge better he's made firmino better he's made mane better he's made sala a better player he's made uh, uh he's gotten the players like van dyke to come in and make the back line better he's uh, that influence is filtered down to Joe Gomez, uh, who's formed a really nice partnership with VVD uh, in Lovren's absence. Lovren last season was a transformed player in the second half of the season from what he was in the first half of the season. He went out and got one of the best goalkeepers on the market, and uh, with the exception of the one slip-up against Leicester, he is absolutely not disappointed to this point. I think uh, Wijnaldum is a better player this season over last that's why I think Liverpool is deeper, Joe, is not the fact that Mess it's not a it's not a fact that he went out and signed five uh Messi's or five Ronaldos. The fact that everybody on the team, they had talent. Liverpool's always had talent. Even in the darkest of days, they've always had talented players. But Jurgen Klopp has made every single one of those players better than they were before they either got to Liverpool or better than they were before, he, or better than they are, they're better now than before he got there. So for instance, one example, one mm-hmm. example of that is James Milner. Milner is the, a, a backbone to Liverpool. He is an absolute mm-hmm. leader. The, the other players respect him. He's 32 years old and he's going on 25. He doesn't slow down. He is a better player now than he was when he came over from City. That says a lot. That says a lot. So that's, that's, uh, I, I, what do you think about that? I, I think it's not just adding players uh, such as Nabi Keita, obviously, to the mix as well. And I think that he's better this season than he was previously at RB Leipzig. I think it's the fact that everybody that he has acquired since, they, since he's been the manager there, and for those players who were there before he got there, such as Jordan Henderson, Adam Lalana, mm-hmm. Daniel Sturridge, he's made them better. And that's why Liverpool as a whole is better and deeper.
1: Um, I think there's only going to be one... Well, yeah, the depth part is... I I completely agree with what you said. Um, I think what needs to drive this team, Klopp and the players, is to overcome the notion that they are bottlers. That they, they, they can't take it over the line. Um, you know, that they freeze at the final moment. They can go all the way to the end and not cross the line. That's one single thing that they need to do uh, to dispel. this. That's got to drive them. They've got to do everything that they can to dispel this notion. But not not to dispel um, others' opinions, but rather to prove it to themselves. Prove it to themselves mm-hmm. that they can take it over the line. That they are not bottleless. That they the, all the effort that they've to get into getting to a final will lead to winning it. So the is one thing, and the second part is this is a, it's a, it's a, it's a psychological thing, and, and I hope it's like this itch that keeps gnawing at them and drives and keeps them dry, driving forward until they achieve. Their ultimate goal,
0: which is to win the Carabao Cup, which is <laughs> I don't know what G thinks. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. No, I agree with everything you just said. Yeah, absolutely. That is an itch. It's an itch that you have to keep scratching uh, because it won't go away until you win. Uh, I, I could not could not have said it better. Uh, one one final question: Do you think that there's someone, um, obviously besides Fakir? that Liverpool did not sign this summer that potentially, so this would be the VVD situation from last season. Obviously, they wanted him last summer, did not quite close the door, and then ended up getting him in the winter. Do you see a major acquisition coming this winter to perhaps put Liverpool with, with ultimate finality over the top, so to speak? Um, another center back. Anyone in particular in mind? Pava. Oh, well you know he's a Bayern Munich target. Mm-hmm.
1: I think we need I think we need I think we need another one like him. Someone like him.
0: Okay. I was really impressed with him in the in the World Cup. So He I, was excellent. I, I that. Yeah, he was excellent in the World Cup. Um so it's the rumor the rumor okay, well if that so the rumor is that Jerome Boateng would probably be on his way out at Bayern although It seems he was offered up to go to Manchester United, which he said, fuck Mourinho, I'm not playing for that asshole, and decided to stay at Bayern. Up until deadline day, it was 50-50 on his departure. He's obviously ended up staying. But you would have to think if Bayern... I think that Pavard could come into Liverpool immediately and start, but are you... Are you not at least slightly impressed with the Gomez VVD connection so far? I, I am no, no,
1: no, no I understand understand I am completely agree with that and I, I'm not saying that uh, that that should change anytime soon, and then we have a Lauren to come back as well. Um, I just think that one more could have helped because uh, Pava, for example he's, he's um, he can play in multiple he can play any role in the in back four. He can play as centre-back, he can play as a full-back as well. Uh, and if you look at the full-back situation, of course, we have Trent, we have um, uh, Robbo, who's been excellent, by the way. Uh, and then we have Klein, we have not seen him a lot. Uh, and then we have someone called Alberto Moreno, right? So but you know Alberto Moreno is better going forward rather than yes,
0: yes. You know, defending.
1: Um, so I think maybe that's... Possibly and probably the, the the weak link there. So somebody like Pava can can interchange and shuttle between these two kind of roles as a fullback, uh, as a as a, a centre back. So I think that's the depth. And then Clavin is gone as well. Clavin <coughs> is gone as well. So that's yes, it. Is and then Lovren has this injury thing, um, and uh, he, he, he's going to come back eventually, and he's going to have to fight for his place because it doesn't look like Joe Gomez is going to be able to surrender that anytime soon. But again, right. he can't play in every single game. Uh, same thing, same thing of a VVD. So where does that where does that where does it leave us if we take our VVD? If there's an injury to VVD, or if there's an injury to Joe, then then you know, see this, this is where this is what I mean. This is what I mean. This is where I think it fails when you when you compare to say City. And there's not many teams that you could fail the comparison to, but you could fail to sit, City. And also, ultimately, they are the ones that you're going to be challenging for the title because everyone else is punting that they do, they will do it again. They will do the they will do the double again. Back to back, I mean, yeah, so yeah, that's what it's
0: okay. So, Pavard, yeah, I would, um, to me, although the midfield is ha- has a lot of names, I still think that it's uh lacking one player, and and this is somebody I'm gonna say this, okay, um, if th- this is a player, and I, I'm, I'm not trying to give it away, I'm gonna say his name at the end. But uh, this is a player that, who worked extremely well under Jurgen Klopp. Jurgen Klopp made him. Jurgen Klopp discovered him. He became one of the greatest, uh, uh, well, he became one of the best players in the world under Jurgen Klopp. Uh, he left uh, his club uh, a- after the uh, 2013 Champions League to go to another club. Uh, it was a very poor decision, in, ultimately, on his part. Uh, it got him a lot of hate. Uh, and he came back to his previous club, now minus Jurgen Klopp under Thomas Tuchel, and has not found the same magic. So it's been said that this player can only perform under Jurgen Klopp. And he has been rumored for two seasons now to go to Liverpool. And that is uh, the one and only Mario Gutze. And I think that for the right price, I don't think that Liverpool would have to pay a lot of money for him he is the perfect Jurgen Klopp player because Jurgen Klopp knows exactly how to use him. Peter Boss used him last year beautifully in a 4-3-3, played him as a number 10, uh, uh, played him uh, as a number 8. He knew exactly uh, how to use him. Peter Sturger, obviously, apparently, Lucien Favre also suffers from uh, knowing how to play him. Mario Goetz in his own words has said, I am more Iniesta than I am Messi. So that should tell you, okay, um, this, is my t- this is my style of game, you know, so play me this way. Well, Jurgen Klopp did that, and Peter Bosch did that. And, you know, Jurgen Klopp just so happens to play a 4-3-3 at Liverpool, uh, where I think that uh, Mario Götze would slot in beautifully uh, behind Firmino, Salah, and Mane in midfield. I think that he would be an outstanding occasional starter and rotational player, um, and he could provide enormous depth uh, going forward. So that's someone, His he's he's... He's right now, his place at Dortmund is um, there's so much just something's not right there. Something is not right. There's there's some kind of um, bias. Uh, sorry, can I can I just uh, interject? Yeah, yeah, sure. I have
1: got I, I have got to go. <laughs> oh, you've got to go. OK, <laughs> yeah, I got to go. I got to go.
0: Sorry, I, I can talk about this all day long, but I have to go. OK, uh, well, real quick before you go, uh, tell, real, yep. tell everybody real quick uh, what you're doing, what's going on at uh, four right now.
1: Ooh, um, the focus has actually been um, in expanding our writing pool. Um, so we've got um, we've got a, a whole lot of new writers that have come on board, um, and you know just to get at least you know on an average at least one new article out every day, um, uh, because you know I I focus very much on content creation, so I think that's very important. So that's what my focus has been on, and and it's come about as a result of not doing. I know it sounds ironic in terms of content creation, and the content creation I've I've, I've focused on is on more articles, but I've uh, sat back on creating more podcast content, so that has kind of suffered a little bit. I hope to get back on the on the on the on the wagon maybe this weekend with two two guys. But um, yeah, so that's that's um, that's um, that's uh, that's where we are right now. I've also started on new projects on 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 work basis so uh things are looking a little bit hairy at the moment so we're just uh, trying to hold things together yeah
0: well obviously uh you know kings of europe will always be connected to four uh so we are kind of the sister podcast to that so that's that is one podcast that uh is still up and running on the site and will always be connected uh to to the uh the the four network so uh if you will but um Anyways, uh, as I was saying, in short, I think Mario Getson may join Liverpool. So I'm just going to say that real quick. Uh, that's, that's what I was. That's what my long-windedness was trying to get to there. But anyways, Joe, a, thank you so much for coming on. Cheers, uh, it's been an uh, absolute blast having you on finally. Uh, obviously, I've been on Fields of Antwerp many times. It's finally great to return the favor. Really appreciate it. I hope you have a uh, wonderful day over there in Singapore. And um, hope to do this again really soon sometime. Cheers. Looking right. forward to it. Yeah, cheers, mate. Take it back.